Welcome to the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast, the show that talks all things female resistance training to help women feel beautiful, confident, and strong in and out of the gym. Now for your hosts, Jordan and Gretchen. Well, after our wonderful technical difficulties in getting this podcast started, we are here and here I thought I was going to open with some joke about fat kids getting into singlets like us. Well, but, you know, I'm happy that we're up and running. Seriously. Um, when for us, I no longer have a sultry mistress voice. I'm a little, I'm a little sad that's gone. I'm sorry. It's I'm okay. Not. Okay, um, now back to fat kids like us getting into singlets. I mean, true. We are, we are fluffy. Um, but I love it. Hate the singlet. Uh, no, today we wanted to talk about why the scale is just a tool and you don't need to worry too much about the number on it. Which I think is a really big thing. Yeah. Uh, from our own personal experiences, we can share how dependent we become on the scale when we're trying to lose weight. Yeah. <laughs> and just approach any meat. When we <laughs> approach any meat, we live on the scale. Yes. I was going to say there's a caveat to needing to know the number if you are competing in a sport that has a weight class requirement. Yeah. But again, then that's still a tool just to get you into that weight class. Exactly. But you do need to worry about the number a little bit at that point in time. I mean, cause honestly, some days, like if you, if you miss your weight class and you have to go to the higher one, mm-hmm. you, you might, you might've already missed it. Like the day could have passed. Like you might not, they might not allow the option to then come back for the other class. So right, it, it can be a big deal, but overall we just want to shine light on how not everything is about the scale, that there's so much more to this. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to open this by saying, we understand that it is really hard to let go of the number on the scale. Absolutely. I like to this day, I still have to, it's like a daily reminder. Yes. It's that number does not define me. Yeah. I mean, I look at this, like I, our last meet, I cut into our weight class. Mm -hmm. I again was like, I'm going to, I'm going to gain weight back in order to just recover my body and do some other things physically and health wise. And I'm, I'm over my weight class right now by like four or five pounds. And like, it's still psychologically hard to be like, I would just love to be that lean. I have no meat on the agenda. Like, right. We don't have anything booked right now. And it's still a conversation in my head almost every day of, because I do, I just, I weigh, I weigh in every day more because I am at the point where I can have the conversation and say, Hey, you know what? Like if, if it's a little bit higher, Yep. Like here's why, or if it's a little bit lower also, here's why, you know, like do, do your normal day-to-day activities and everything will be just fine. Um, it's, it's a long journey to get there though. Like it has taken me years to get here and years of on and off effort years of a lot of like dependence on the scale, as well as times of being like, screw that. I don't even, I don't even care what the scale says. Couldn't, couldn't tell you. But know that we're not trying to reduce feelings, anyone's feelings about the scale, because everybody has a different relationship with it. Mm -hmm. I know leading up to a meet, I am on the scale pretty much every single day. And like we said earlier, that is 
that is because our sport does have weight classes. You have to be in a certain weight, right? So I use it for that. And I just want to be on top of my game, especially coming up to a meet. That is when I'm like the most strict. That's like the strictest time of the year. My nutrition is on point. There's little room for like fun and slack. And then training is on point. I don't miss days for pretty much any reason. Um, And the scale is an everyday thing just so I can track. After a meet, I usually don't weigh myself for a little while. Like I take a break from stepping on the scale every single day. Um, And then like currently I'm back to weighing myself every day just because I could tell by how I was feeling that it was starting to get a little too relaxed. And I was like, I just need, not as a punishment. I don't want this to like come off as I'm punishing myself, but I just want to see where I'm at on the scale so I can like reel some things in. The summertime is super easy for me to get off track on my nutrition. Um, I'm not as strict with it in the summertime just because we have so many things going on. It's kind of my way to give my husband a break from all the strictness because he does eat what I eat by his choice. Um, but when I start to be like, Ooh, I don't like what pants do I want to put on today? So I feel comfortable. Then I'm like, all right, we should probably get back on the scale. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely not like an every all year, every single day thing. It's just like a, it's a check-in. It's one of those things that I think, (coughs) right. Like I'll use it to just gauge like, because nothing ever perfectly lines up, right. Like your situation right? You, you're just feeling not as great as you know you should. So you step back on the scale and like you, you could be doing all the things right. And like, you're still like me, I feel like, okay. It, mm-hmm. It's like, it's a, it's a way to measure. Like it, it is an actual number of right. feeling good is like, it's very objective. Okay. Um, you could get four hours of sleep one night and feel good. And then the next day you get eight hours of sleep and you feel bad. You know, it, the scale is a way to look at it and kind of have a metric around, you know, making, making improvements and getting back to where you, where you want to be, where you feel good with. Yeah. So let's talk about how we've seen results off of the scale, right? Because there's other ways to see results. We talk about, um, being able to lift more weight in the gym or feeling better in a lift. That is a huge off the scale win and goal in our sport. Um, you can be getting stronger. I think about as far as like looks and appearance wise, currently I'm in the same pant size that I was when I was 30 pounds lighter. Like that's huge. I, if, Eight years ago, when I was 30 pounds lighter, if you would have told me that I could have been 30 pounds heavier and been in the same pant size, I would have thought that that was a joke. Obviously, my body composition is a lot different. Um, The pants fit differently, like the leg portions are a little bit more snug. (laughs) But as far as like the waist goes, it's the same. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's not that like being able to get down to this pant size, but still be 30 pounds heavier was a huge eye opener for me. in the fact that weight really isn't the end all be all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think for me, I mean, I've been through the roller coaster of weight classes. Well, let's Mm -hmm. be honest. And to, to not have significantly lost 
strength. Um, we've worked a lot of mechanics. I've worked through a handful of injuries, a lot of up and downs in the, in, in the scale, which that all takes a toll on lifting. And I, I have not gotten worse, which is awesome. I would say form wise, I would say how I feel in my lifts, like everything feels better. And I, I would say numbers. There we go. Couldn't grab the remote fast enough. <laughs> um, I heard I heard the dog barking outside and I knew it was coming. I'm like, where is it? Where is it? Uh, all of my lifts have improved. Like I have, I have lifted heavier weights. Now, if you look at like the time frame of it, somebody might look at the numbers and say, oh, well, that's not that much progression. However, there's been like a 20 pound flux, 20, 25 pound flux of weight. Yeah. And like, I've been all over the place with it. Well, not only that, but you've been in a car accident. You had a neck injury. Like you were not benching and deadlifting for eight weeks. Yeah. At at minimum. And still it was like a day to day thing. Um, so it's like overall, like everything feels better. I know I'm at, I'm more comfortable at this weight. I feel better things. I'm not I don't feel like I'm dying in a set. I don't feel exhausted after a set. Like I feel better the way that I move. I yeah. think another way that I've seen results off the scale is, and this is really big too, is I felt better in my overall day. Um, which again, like feeling better isn't really, it's, it's super objective, but I work a physical job and I work really odd hours in my job to be able to go through my day and to not feel like I need to take a three hour nap after I do my job in the morning and then go back in the evening and immediately go back to bed shows that my body has more energy. It shows that it recovers and tolerates these things better. And a lot of that goes with the habits that I put into place to get to this point. Yeah. But that that's the biggest thing that comes to mind is like my energy levels are through the roof. Like I, I'm never a person that likes to sit, sit still. But now it's like, I don't, I don't at all want to sit still. I want to be on the go and and live life and do things. Which is huge because like you said, you have, you have a day-to-day life. Our life does not revolve around powerlifting. It does not revolve around being in the gym. Powerlifting in no way, shape or form is our job. We get paid zero money to do it. We pay lots of money to do it. Um, It is a essentially a hobby that we're choosing to do. Right. Yeah. Um, so to be able to have energy for your day-to-day life, for your work, for your family, for the puppies that we love so much and still get your workout in is a huge off the scale victory. Yeah. So let's talk about how everyone has different goals. Everyone has different body types. I know when, at the time of recording this, we just watched worlds, we just watched nationals and it's, it brings so true when we look at these people because you do see a lot uh, like similar people throughout this. We see people in the gym and everybody has a different goal. I mean, you asked me really a year ago this time, I was just hoping to be able to stand upright and not be in pain. Right. Um, which is like, that just goes to show like a year later, I'm just working on getting stronger. And that's, that's my goal right now. Um, six months ago, I'm working on getting ready for a meet I'm preparing for me, you know, Everybody has different goals. They change all the time. They have different body types. You look at some of these people and you're like, how, 
did you ever get into that weight class? Because not saying that like, you like, you, I don't want to say anyone's like too big or they look too big for a weight class, but some of these, like they just pack on muscle, like these, the, the lighter weight classes, you're like, oh my gosh, like you are jacked. How did you fit all that muscle in that tiny little body? Yeah. And then you go the opposite way of some of these lifters and you're like, you like, how, you look so good. How, how do you, how are you, how are you in this weight class? Right. I know like we get firsthand, we had quite a few people from our gym go to nationals. Right. Yeah. And we got to be there through there, either going up a weight class, going down a weight class, like seeing them do all their things. But then there are the people that like, this is, this is their job. This is what they do. They're a professional athlete and they're all over social media. So it's hard not to like look at that and follow their journey. Cause the, it's their job for us to follow their journey. Um, there's a specific female lifter, Danny Melno, who was in the 84 kilo class before USAPL changed their weight classes. Uh, when they changed their weight classes, she decided to drop down a weight class instead of staying in the 82 and a half. She dropped down to the 75, right? Yeah. Um, she missed weight just by a little bit. I think she said that she started her period that morning. We like, I will gain seven pounds instantly the second, like I start mine. It's ridiculous. I've told my coach, we can never compete at this time of the month. I won't make weight. Um, so I felt super bad for her that that happened. And then she goes and wins nationals this year. And I saw a picture of her. I didn't read any of the captions. I really didn't pay attention too much to like whose weight classes were in what, because you kind of already have an idea because they compete in that weight class. Um, and she looked and looks phenomenal. Oh yeah. Phenomenal. Took first. And I remember coming to you at the gym the next day and I was like, well, Danny made weight class and damn, she looks good. And you go, she competed in the 90 kilo class. She went up. Yeah. And I was like, how? How? And then we looked at what she weighed in. She weighs, I think, 16 pounds more than I do this morning. And I'm looking at her like, damn, you like goal, like your body is. She, she looked amazing. And I I love that for her. Yeah. This this is just the sport of powerlifting. Like you love supporting other females like this. I just love, she took this time off. She worked really hard to get back here. And a lot of it was like, she wanted to lose weight in the first place to just feel better about herself. And that was huge. And the fact that she, she did all of this, had all of this going on, like she, she gained muscle and she gained mass and she looks amazing. She looks phenomenal. Shout out to her. I'm like, girl, all of the weight that you gained is like pure muscle. She looks jacked and snatched in the waist. Like not that that's what, matters, but um, it just goes to show you that someone could weigh a significant amount more and have gained weight. And you're like, damn. Yeah. And I laugh because some of the guys who competed from our gym, who they had to cut a good amount of weight in order to get there. I I don't mean this in a negative way, but I don't notice. No, (laughs) like it just is. I mean, it, but that just goes to show, right? Like back to this point, everybody has different body types. 
Yeah. Um, and males are different than females and like, okay, like you ladies look real good. I look at like Jen Thompson's another lifter. When you, I mean, the woman benches more than we squat. I mean, come on. It's fine. It's fine. Ridiculous. She, she's a little person. Yeah. And, and same thing. You're like, oh, okay. Like good for you, girl. You got that packed in there. You got all that muscle packed on it. Yeah. I think it's easier to see weight changes in women faster. Um, one typically we're a smaller size. So like our weight fluctuation is in a smaller container so you can see it expand and dress a lot faster. I love that you said that about the dudes in our gym because they're always like, oh my gosh, you lost 20 pounds. And I'm like, okay. I, can't I came back from a trip and I, was, I just drank and ate crap all the vacation and I lost 10 pounds. I'm like, I know. And I want to punch him in the face or like you would, you wouldn't be able to fit me through the door if I did that. Oh, like I'm having such a hard time gaining weight. I'm like, move into my house. I'll make you gain weight. Like it's fine. <laughs> Live my Touch life. Me. Touch <laughs> me and you'll gain weight. <laughs> Come in my presence and you'll gain weight. Um, It's, it's so funny though, but it's because they're so big, right? And I don't mean like fat. I mean, like they're tall, they have a lot of muscle. So, and a lot of them don't have like a lot of fat that is like visible to lose. So it is, I'm like, I have no idea where you lost or gained this weight. Exactly. So let's talk about some other ways of tracking results. We kind of talked about, we've talked a lot about like how you feel, right? I always, when I lay this out for clients, it's always subjective and objective matters for this. The very objective, how you feel, how you think you look, those, those are great. I mean, those are important because ultimately the, a lot of those things are what drive us to, mm-hmm. to embark on a transformation journey. Um, we talked about clothing sizes, how you feel in your clothes. That's great. Uh, workouts, how, um, how you progress in your workouts, you know, are you lifting heavier weights? Are things feeling easier? Are you experiencing less pain during exercises? There are a lot of different ways in, in training that you can you mark progress. That's one, a big thing I use with clients. Like you can't just come to me and have a weight loss goal. Like there has to be something else because I want people to know that there are other ways to measure progress, to track results. Yeah. Um, other ways would be, I mean, body measurements are always there. We, I do body measurements with a number of people. You can always go like the body fat scanners, like the, the, um, the bod pod, those things, they're just expensive and they're hard. Like you have to schedule appointments and and do those things. So it's like, they, they can change. So they can fluctuate so much. They're not, they're not all that accurate. Yeah. I laugh when people are like, well, the most accurate way to check your body fat is to be dead and for someone to examine your body. And I'm like, okay, nope. So like kill me and then examine my body and try to bring me back. Exactly. Like that's, that's all we'll put it on your tombstone. Yeah. We just needed to know what her body fat percentage was. And this is what it is. Hopefully she likes it because that's what she died with. (laughs) Beloved wife at X percent body fat. Right. I would be like, honey, I'm going to need you to drop that a few before you throw that on back to I'm going to need you to shave some off. I need you to lie like we lie on her 
uh, driver's license. Um, I like when people, and I mean, I have a scale like this that will tell you, it puts it on your app. It tells you like how much water weight you have in you, your bone density, whatever it tells you. Um, I have not really used it on my phone, on my app. It's on my phone. I just step on the scale to see what I weigh. It was, that's the kind of scales that you get in the store now. But I like when people will tell me about it and they're like, oh my gosh, it fluctuates so much between day to day. I'm like, it's not accurate. Yeah. It's not like you can use it as a guide at most. It it really is. The thing with it is like the foot where you put pressure in your foot could vary. So like you could be on your heels one day and you could be on the outsides of your feet, the next and your toes. It, it's so inaccurate that yeah, it's going to fluctuate so much every day. Yeah. It, it fluctuates so much that I know, like if I'm feeling fluffy that day, and this could be just all in my mind probably is. And my husband laughs at me for it every single time. I will take a deep breath in and I will let it all out Yeah, and then step on the scale. Like I want no excess in my body. So I can like, yeah, everything needs to be out. He's like, that does nothing. I'm like, you don't know me. <laughs> I mean, it does kind of do something, but you know, whatever. We'll just leave it. We'll, we'll just leave, leave it. Um, but I know, like, back to tracking other ways of results. There, we had a coach in our gym talk about how she had a client, and her biggest fear was squatting down, like to squat down. She could not physically squat down. Physically, could she? Yes. Mentally, she couldn't do it. Like a box jump to me, I'm, I'll stand in front of this box for hours and be like, can't do it. Um, that's how she felt about just squatting down, right? So it was a slow progression, like hold on to the rig and just lower yourself down as much as you can. And then eventually she got to a full squat. Like that's progression. That's result. Yeah. That's not yeah. in the form of weight. There are so, so many ways to track results. We just, the scale is honestly the easiest one. It, it really is the easiest one. It's the most known one. That's why it gets used so much. Right. And the other reason it gets used so much is because you go to the doctor, they have you step on the scale. Your height's not going to change. You know, no. We're, we're no longer kids where we're going 15 inches every time we go in. We're at the point of shrinking now. Shut up. <laughs> you go, you step on the scale. And the reason we prioritize weight is because we step on the scale. And then your doctor says, you need to lose some weight. Your BMI says this, like there, there's a, there's an immediate repercussion to that. Nobody right. tells you that your BMI like is factor, like you could factor in your height and your age as well. Like, oh, they don't tell you to just get taller. Duh. Like that's that you can't change that. The only thing that you can literally change is your body weight. So they're trying to change the only variable of the equation. Yeah. And and they don't follow you around and see like, oh, well, this is how much muscle mass you have. So let's yeah. factor that in there. Um, I know both my brothers are in the military or were in the military. And when they were doing like testing, I mean, there's a weight requirement to be in the military. Uh, one of our friends was over the weight limit. So he was like tuna fish and hot sauce. That is what he ate for a very long time. So he could drop weight because otherwise he gets put on a diet 
in basic training and you don't want to get put on a diet in basic training because then you just don't get as much food. Right. So, um, he just dropped a bunch of weight in a non-healthy way. I guarantee you he gained, well, he might not have, cause it's a lot of work in basic, but yeah. they don't put into account. He didn't need to lose weight. He was very muscular, but that muscle weighs a lot. Yeah. So he's over the weight limit. Like it's just so archaic the way we measure people. Exactly. We, we haven't updated our systems. We've updated our knowledge, but we just, it's hard. Like, how do we, what, like, how can we look at one person who's 150 pounds, pure muscle and look at another person who's 150 pounds, pure body fat? Like we, we don't have the answer to that yet. And that's okay. I mean, hopefully they're working on it. Hopefully it's coming. I know. Give us all peace of mind. Yeah. I mean, seriously, put me out of a job. Um, maybe I come up with a solution and then I make millions. Genius. I love it. We just want everybody to know that scale is not the end all be all. It does not define you as a person. When you step on the scale, if it's a number that you don't like, then let's work on it. But don't think that that's the end. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast. If you liked what you heard today, go ahead and give us a like, a share on Instagram. Let us know what more you want to hear from us so that we can truly make this the podcast that females go to to improve their resistance training experience.